The following content is not suitable for children. Let's bring on the Riz. <laughs> How does that sound, Lori? You want a little Riz, baby? <laughs> I want a little Riz. We got to talk. What is Riz? What is Riz? That's a good question. A hot word of 2023. Yes. Riz. R-I-Z-Z. Sexy word. Sexy word. Welcome to Foreplay Sex Therapy. I'm Dr. Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Fowler, your couples therapist. We are here to talk about sex. Our mission is to help couples talk about sex in ways that incorporate their body, their mind, and their hearts. And we have a little bit of fun doing it, right, G? Listen, and let's change some relationships. So Riz means that we are good at chatting up and flirting with like a partner. And it's, yeah. it is a hot word, and I think it's a hot topic, right? How do we get good at chatting up and flirting with somebody that we want to turn on? Mm. And cool. what, is it, what does it mean? I mean, that some people talk about this, George, and they say that it's short for charisma. Riz. Like yeah, it. Riz. Have you got Riz? Do your kids talk about Riz? I haven't heard them, no, but... I'm going to drop it at a Christmas party. You're going to drop it. That's right. Okay, so if you talk about Riz at a Christmas party, you're going to be like the coolest person in the room. It's the little. It's just a little drop and to let, let everyone know you're still hip, right? <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. Do you think you have Riz? I think I have Riz, yeah. You got Riz, absolutely. Okay. Well, I like, I mean... I've only heard you bringing it up, but this idea of charisma, this idea of you're engaging, you're interesting, right? You have have confidence. You feel like you're in the present moment. I think it's like a mindfulness state. You're just kind of in a flow and just kind of doing you. And it's, you know, how do you package that? How do you help people fake it till you make it? I don't know. (laughs) Is this something you're born with? Is this something you can learn to do? This is a new new word for me, Riz. So what do you think? I do not think people are born with this. I think that this is like social intelligence. And, you know, the confidence, you're absolutely right. Confidence is a hallmark part of being charismatic. It's like, you're kind of not self-conscious. You kind of say what you think you do, but it's, you say what you think, and it's something that resonates with the crowd, right? I mean, sometimes people say right. what they think, and it doesn't hit, doesn't land. Mm-hmm. But with charismatic people, it's like they kind of sense they're in tune with the crowd. They're in tune with the person they're trying to impress, and what they say you know, really lands. And so I think that they have to do that by getting in tune with people. Yeah, that's a great word, attunement. Yeah, you have to you have to get the mood. So I think when when you're trying to be rizzy and you come up to your partner who's kind of distracted and you want to seduce them, it's like if you don't get that they're distracted and they're in a different place and you try your best move, you're not really using riz because you're not in tune with where their mood is. But if you're at a sexy party and your partner's had a glass to drink of champagne or something and they're looking hot and you know, they're talking with their friends and you come up and slip your arms around them and whisper something sexy. You're probably got some riz there, you know, because you're in oh, tune like with it. the moment. Rizzy. 
Get your rizzy on. That's a little <laughs> twisted a word. You got it. Well, you know, these are new words. They're, we're making yeah. them up. So we can make but up more. Riz, rizzy. I want to highlight what you're saying. I think super important because I think too often people think it's an inner state, right? This confidence, being comfortable in your own skin. And it is some of that that's part of it. But you're emphasizing there's also this reading of the room. There's the timing. Like the person who has Rizzi, you know, is taking that into account before they kind of do what they're going to do. And that that's also super important. This is just not an intrapsychic move. This is, it's a right. dance between, you know, that person who has charisma and the room that they're reading and the timing of doing that. Right. I mean, how many times have we seen somebody funny who actually we think is obnoxious versus the other person who captures the crowd? They just are funny and they get everybody laughing. That person has riz. And part of it is, yeah, they're in tune. They're, they're getting... And when it doesn't land, they use self-depreciation. Oh, I guess that wasn't funny. You know, and then everybody laughs, right? Right. You know, so that they can they can actually realign it. And I mean, I think another characteristic of charisma is having a clear and compelling vision. So you know where you're going and you have a passion about it. And I think that sexually, kind of knowing where you want to get to, where you're going, and that sort of energy. We've talked a lot about how women really respond to that energy from a partner who says, you know, like wants them in bed. And with that sort of driving energy, they're going to have to make use of these other aspects, right? Being in tune, having confidence. Also being an exceptional communicator is really a part of charisma. You know, they have to mm. be able to be to tell a story, to be persuasive. They, you know, they have to be able to listen actively so that they're connecting to their partner. If you can't listen actively or active listening, right, which is reflection, all the things we've talked about in Rev, which you use reflection, validation, and little tiny questions to help another person actually express themselves, that's effective communication. So if you want to move somebody into a different direction, you got to kind of validate where they're at now as you paint the vision to where you want to be. Yeah. And if you got Riz, you're, you're putting out a pretty good vibe, right? There's an energy to this ability to read others, be attuned to others, and kind of try to share your vision. I always like, you know, you see somebody with with this Riz, and then you write down some of their lines, and then you try it, it don't work the same way, right? <laughs> because it's more than just the line, right? It's more than, it, there's so much of this other stuff that builds the context that you're really trying to help us understand. Oh, uh, exactly. You have to be authentic to yourself. That charismatic people are authentic, and that sort of says that they're credible and that they're trustworthy because they're expressing who they really are. And so you you sense that s solid part of them when they're authentic like that. So you're right. You can't just try another line. You have to kind of find your way through to your own line. Yeah. Well, we're always trying to stress the importance of high levels of engagement. So many of us are sleepwalking through our lives and through conversations. You know, people with charisma, they seize the moment, right? They're engaging. And it's... It don't really matter what they're saying, but there's something about, you know, their presence that that pulls people into the conversation. Yeah. Exactly. So this is a worthy goal to strive for. Get your Rizzy on, baby. Your I like Rizzy. it. 
<laughs> you know, I had a, a male friend who, whose wife was definitely a sexual withdrawer. And I think I asked him, like, well, you know, what do you do with all that rejection? He's like, it's just a challenge. You know, I mean, you could feel his energy about it. It was, he wasn't blocked. He wasn't, he didn't take it as rejection. He just like, okay, I just got to find another way. I mean, he really definitely had that compelling vision, you know, of where they were going to go and how it was going to connect them and stuff like that. Well, it'd be fun to play around with if you're a sexual pursuer. How do you get your Rizzy on? Because it's so easy through the rejections to lose that mojo. Right. Or if you're the sexual withdrawer, how do you get your Rizzy going, right? How do you how do you start kind of tapping into that part of yourself that maybe has been a, a little missing in action? Yeah. And I think even, you know, because women are often so crisscrossed, you know, that there may be emotional pursuers, but sexual withdrawers, it doesn't mean they don't want sex, but they often want to be desired. And so, you know, how do they kind of let it out a little bit so that they are compelling as a desirable object, right? I mean, I think I remember this one, this same couple that I'm talking about, she said something about her pussy. And he was like, wait, wait, what did you say? Could you repeat that? Could you, could you say that word again? You know, I mean, they kind of had this little dance between the two of them. And she was essentially letting on that while she was often not as up for it, that she actually did have this really sexual part and she would use it to kind of hook him in and draw him in. And I was like, good move, girl, good move. You know, you just, you got, you got his attention with that word. Well, that grabbing the attention is, you know, what people with Riz can do, right? They grab people's attention and they can adjust kind of what they're communicating depending on what the timing and reading the room. So how do we learn how to do this? Oh, so if we're listening, I'm, you, know, you got to listen out there saying, damn, I got, I, got, I got no riz, man. I got a little game here in this place, but I want to get better at it. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's another way of saying it. And I like it. I got game. Or, but this is, this is it. You know, if you got game, you got riz. Wait, you got the other side of the you know, argument. A lot of people out there thinking, damn, man, I got Riz. I'm one of the lucky people. Meanwhile, they got no Riz, right? But they think <laughs> they have Riz. So, you know, some people think they don't have it. They have it. Others think they have it. They don't have it. Who knows? We're not here to judge, but I think it's a fun <laughs> word to play with. <laughs> I know. And I think, like, for me personally, there are times when I have social energy, you know, and I'm absolutely the life of the party. It's like I can feel the room, I can feel the game, and I've got them, you know. But I think other times, maybe when I have lower energy, maybe I'll go to a party or something, and I just want to fade into the background and have an intense conversation with one person. You know, I, I don't want to exercise right. that part of myself. So you don't always have to, to do it, but I think with your partner, you know, having Riz and being compelling to them, that's super important in our sexual relationship. Yeah, it's one of the things that struck me with the conversation we had Stan Tatkin on here. It's just, you know, there's an intentionality to be present that that Riz gives you, right? It's not a sleepwalking. And so often with our partner, it's like we're just going through the motions and waiting to hit that bed so we can watch a show at night. It's like you know, we miss so many opportunities to be engaged. Yeah. And if you could just kind of think about getting your Riz on, just even season it for a moment or two during a day. I mean, it just, it's such good energy. Exactly. Well, let's come back and talk about how to help people with beginning Riz and then advanced Riz. 
Lori, how can a woman have a better orgasm? Gee, we have just the product for them. It's called Foria Awaken Arousal Oil. It's the ultimate pregame. So this is like an oil that can get you kind of juicy and turned on. And it does use CBD oil, which is absorbed through the skin and through the vagina is like a really great way to absorb a substance. And this particular one kind of increases your sensitivity and your arousal. And it's a great way to get aroused too. So it just basically mm. it turns you on. And I think, you know, once you turn on, then, then you're on go. I know they have a great cult following of thousands of people and I love one of the testimonials. My wife and I use sex oil and awaken and when she gets on top we both come so hard that we see sounds and colors. Oh my gosh, let's do that. That is yeah. Definitely uh for you tonight. Foryawellness.com slash foreplay. Use the code. There's twenty percent off. It's F-O-R-I-A wellness.com forward slash foreplay to get 20% off again. And I recommend using their Awaken Arousal Oil and their sex oil. You will thank me later. Oh, it is cozy. It is the time of year to be cozy. And I love cozy earth. Please try those soft, soft sheets. Cozy earth makes luxury goods that transform your lifestyle All the products are made from responsibly sourced bamboo. So good. They come with a 10-year warranty. And they're betting it's temperature regulating. So if you sleep hot and he sleeps cold or vice versa, the bamboo and the linen sheets will do it for you. And the loungewear, y'all. Cozy Earth makes the best loungewear. And really, I am going into winter and I am going to be cozy and soft with Cozy Earth. Cozy Earth provides that exclusive offer for us, Foreplay fans, up to 35% off site-wide when you use the code Foreplay. So please check out CozyEarth.com. Get up to 35% off site-wide, and that's a deal. Use the code Foreplay. Buy her some lovely, sexy loungewear that is so soft to the touch. Buy some sheets. Make her day. These sheets make your clothes come off. Addie. Ladies, did you know that one of the most common complaints from women about their sexual health is a frustrating low libido? Our sex drives can decline, but it's also treatable. Addy or Flibanserin is FDA approved and has been clinically proven to increase sexual desire in certain premenopausal women who are bothered by a low libido. So if you feel like you've lost your desire and you want to get it back, stop falling for the snake oils and ask your doctor about Addy today. Go to Addy.com. That's A-D-D-Y-I. Addy is for premenopausal women with acquired generalized hypoactive sexual desire disorder, HSDD, who have not had problems with low sexual desire in the past, who have low sexual desire no matter the type of sexual activity, the situation, or the sexual partner. The low sexual desire is troubling to them and is not due to a medical or mental health problem, problems in the relationship, or medicine or other drug use. Addy is not for use in men or to enhance sexual performance. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is increased if you drink one to two standard alcoholic drinks close in time to your Addy dose. Wait at least two hours after drinking before taking Addy at bedtime. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is also increased if you take certain prescriptions, over-the-counter or herbal medications, or have liver problems. Low blood pressure and fainting can happen when you take Addy even if you don't drink alcohol or take other medicines. Do not take if you are allergic to any of the ingredients in Addy. Allergic reactions may include hives, itching or trouble breathing. Sleepiness, sometimes serious, can occur. Common side effects include dizziness, nausea, tiredness, Difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep and dry mouth. See full PI and medication guide, including box warning at addy.com forward slash PI or call 844-PINK-PILL. 
Go to Addy.com and use the code foreplay for a $10 telemedicine appointment to find out if Addy is right for you. So I've thought about maybe let's say this is a slightly more introverted person. And how do we help somebody sort of begin to get riz, particularly with their partner? Yeah, I think it's hard to have a lot of riz when you've got anxiety, right? And you're being cautious and you're walking on eggshells and you don't want to say the wrong thing. You don't want to, you know, you're not seeing an opportunity, you're seeing a threat. So I think the first thing we have to kind of ground ourselves to recognize, all right, what's the worst that could happen? Listen to the fear. Like I'm going to make a fool of myself. I'm going to have bad timing. My partner's going to reject me. Like, mm-hmm. so what? I, I get another chance. Like how, how do we take some of the energy away from the anxiety so we could redirect it into, you know, the seeing the opportunity to be more present. Yeah. The worst comes to worse. If your partner can't, the time it's not right. I still think it's mm-hmm. cool to feel that way about yourself, right? To kind of tap into a part of you that says, I got Riz. You know, I got something interested here. I got this little dance that I'm just holding back on you, right? How do we, how do we tap into that fun energy? Yeah. So I think in some ways, if you are a beginner with Riz, maybe the goal is to make the other person feel important to you. So, Mm. you know, like I had a girlfriend who she wasn't the funniest person in the world, but man, she would give you her undivided attention. She would stare at you with these big blue eyes and just listen and hang on every word you said. And it was like so fun to be with her because you just felt like you were like the the center of the universe. So I, I think that eye contact, super important. You know, so many of us, we're looking at our phones, for God's sake. We're, you know, we're looking at the television. We're distracted when we're answering our partner. It's like, look up, look somebody in the eyes. It is so sexy yeah. to, to make eye contact. It's like, I don't know, like George, think about it. Like at a party, when you catch your partner's eyes and you hold them for just a second longer than would be normal. It's like you're exchanging something, right? Yeah. You're exchanging energy when you look them in the eyes. It's so sexy. That's Really big what you're saying. I mean, the eyes are the windows to the soul. I they mean, are. It's, it's as a couples therapist, you know, it's what I'm paying attention to all the time. It, it, it's amazing how often people, partners cannot look at each other, cannot maintain, because that's anxiety, right? They just, we're, we're afraid what we might see, or it's just safer to pull away, right? But yeah. Riz, you're not pulling away. Riz, yeah. you're going towards Right. You and eye contact's a great measurement. Even if you don't know what to say, can you look at somebody and 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 what's in your look, I think is important. You know, yeah. can you see that curiosity? Can you see that interest? Can you see that empathy? That like people's lie eyes can be alive or they can just be kind of like checked out. But I think, yeah. you know, really I know we do this at some of our retreats. We just have partners look at each other for a minute. And it's amazing what that eye contact, just for a minute, what gets communicated non-verbally. So if you're listening, to- please totally try hot. just a minute. Totally hot what you're saying. Absolutely. It's hot to look at your partner for a, like a, a long period. A minute is a long time, you know, but it's yeah. like so much is happening emotionally when you're giving eye contact. I mean, this does come from, right, when we're holding our babies, 
we're staring at them. You know how babies just stare back without blinking and they could stare at you for hours? It's like they're drinking you in. And that's what we do when we look at our partner. We drink each other in. And it feels like we're being seen in such a wonderful way. Like our body feels it, I think, when we're given eye contact. I think this is a whole problem with Zoom, right? Because if you look at the camera, you can't see your the person's eyes. And if you look at the person, it doesn't look like they're looking at you. This is like problematic. Our yeah. whole culture is on Zoom and none of us are getting eye contact. We're starving. So this party, man, and give your you partner eye contact. That, and when you try it, it's probably going to feel uncomfortable. It does. Just because we've gotten so used to not doing it. Yeah. They put, yes, as Lori says, I mean, every baby is born needing eye contact. Yeah. Really, that that's where we learn our, our value and that we're loved and when they're interested, right? When that baby goes, ooh, I mean, it's just something that's aliveness in the eyes that just, it's just magical, right? That's the it power is. of co-regulation. And how do we tap back into that? People with Riz make good eye contact. They do. Right? They, when they do. They're looking around. Their energy is trying to pull people in. They want people looking at them because looking at them is, is again, feeding that energy. Energy grows exactly. energy. That's the cool part about it. Riz. Does. Like, you know, it does. I see does. this when I train, right? If I'm on Zoom, I was like, I have to work so hard. And I'm back in person. It's like, oh, this is amazing because you got the crowd. You got people just kind of oh, looking God, at yes. you and you're looking at them. And that just builds such, such good momentum. Oh, I agree 100% about, you know, teaching people in person. And, and it's the same thing in a crowd, right? Or with your partner. When you give them attention and it resounds and it comes back to you, it's like, boom, your energy starts to grow, both people. I think one way that is not necessarily being clever, but just asking interested questions. My husband yeah. and I, for Advent, we've been sharing little tiny exchanges in the morning. We have a little reflection that we read, and then we talk about our feelings about it, and we ask each other a few questions. And sometimes we take, a, you know, 20 minutes, and sometimes it's like we got to get to work, so we only take five minutes. But it's been fun, you know, and it feels good when my husband asks a clarifying question. It's like, oh, he's interested in he's the way interested. my mind thinks, you know? That's so yeah. cool. That's so exciting. And we don't I, always have to be – go ahead. Say. No, I like, too, when you, you use your partner's name. There's something about that that's also engaging. George. Right? When you're able to say, you know, Lori, I hear you, Lori. George. Right? Just, <laughs> yes, Lori. you you are <laughs> yeah, so good. George, my buddy, you are so good at saying my name. You say my name all the time. And I know I don't say people's names. And in fact, James Hawkins and I were talking about how George always says our names and how good that feels to us. Um, it is. It's like very personal. It's very nice. It's part of your riz. It's part of your riz, man. Eye contact, using names, showing interest, right? These yeah. are all things that are pulling people into your conversation. It's not like this person has magical powers. They're just kind of doing things that are read. That's what attunement made. If you want somebody to show interest or to engage, you've got to do your part to do that, right? Right. And I think, you know what? You, you don't have to be clever all the time. You can laugh at other people's cleverness. Yeah, yeah. You know, like be a good audience. Like encourage somebody who's, you know, like, Maybe they don't hit it right. Maybe they're a little corny, a little goofy, you know. I mean, people, oh, God, at parties, 
they're always telling me sex jokes and sex examples. And, you know, most of them are so dumb, George, but I always laugh, you know, because I know people are, they are trying out how to talk about this openly. So I want to encourage that. So I always laugh at their, you know, their silliness. And and I think laughing at other people is a way to have Riz. You know, you're giving them attention. You're giving them encouragement. Laugh is so important. Play, right? There's there is something about it's just easier to engage when you have that lightness. You have that, you know. And so many people try too hard, right? They they talk too much. They're trying to impress too much. That's not Riz, right? When you're not reading how what you're doing is landing. You can't notice people looking away, looking over your shoulder. Who else can they talk to? People with Riz are are picking up that that vibe, right? Then oh, they, yeah. they they get a shift. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. when we talk sexually, how did do you get your if you're a sexual pursuer who wants to kind of be playful, mm-hmm. right? But you've been shot down so many times, how do you tap back into that Riz? Are we going to do a whole new episode? <laughs> no, I, I think it's it's really hard, right? Thank you for the laugh. <laughs> you know, it's it's really hard. I think it's this is a tentative exploration again. Like, give the eye contact, ask the questions, laugh at your partner, stay attuned to their mood and their moment. You know, it, it's like if you are complaining and saying we never have sex right before you go out to a party, bad timing. You know. Go out to the yeah. party, have some fun, engage with your partner, make them feel special. Like the worst thing in the world at a you know holiday party is to just ignore your partner and go talk to everybody else. It's like, no, you got to like pat them on the butt and look at them across the room and have those little special moments and drop a compliment to their best friend who it gets back to your partner about, you know, that's so sexy. There's so many opportunities coming up at the holidays that yeah. you can demonstrate that. Well, so many partners take for granted, you know, the relationship and they don't put the work in and they just mm-hmm. expect the engagement, right? And when they were dating, they were putting a lot more effort in. And I think a lot of sexual pursuers, they use humor to kind of f- not feel the hurt of rejection. So, hey, what do you think tonight? We get a little lucky, like, and they say it in a joke, but it's, that's not the same Riz, right? They're trying to be light, but if you were going on a date with somebody, would you try that? No. Nope. Like what would what would be different, right? If you were on a date, you would you would you would invest very differently to get, get yeah. that person to engage. So how do we tap back into that energy that says, you know, I need to do more to kind of sh- and pull this person in to want this with me. It's not just yeah. like they should just do it because I'm in a mood for it. It's like exactly. You know, yeah. I, I asked a guy who was a sexual pursuer and his wife was a, was a sexual withdrawer. I'm like, when you were young or whatever, could you pick up a woman in a bar? Like, could you could you get her to want you? He's like, absolutely. I'm like, how'd you do that? Do you still do that? Do you still do any of those moves? He's like, nope. I'm like, but you know how to do it, you know? And I think some of it is like, like they listen for innuendo. They hear, yeah. you know, it's like, to me, innuendo is the sexiest thing. I, I didn't. I think I was very schooled as a Christian woman not to hear innuendo. And once I gave mm-hmm. myself permission, it's like the right. whole world turned on for me. You know, like I hear innuendo in every single conversation that I'm in ever, and most of it is just like I just have to hold back. You know, it's inappropriate for me to respond to it, so I just 
I don't. I'm, and it, it's so stifling. I, I think men have a little more opportunity with their guy friends to, you know, like play on that innuendo. And women, women friends don't do that with each other. And you don't want to do it with a guy that's not your husband. So you just like, you're just stifled if you hear it, you know. But I mean, I think hearing innuendo and being able to make something funny out about, you know, about that is a really advanced riz move as a sexual pursuer. Bring it on. Tap into that riz. <laughs> Tap into it. It's there. That's the good news. We all that's, have it. It's just that's there. About, it's about being more intentional. I, I, I know after this little podcast, I'm going to try to get my riz on. I like the word. Let's get rizzy, baby. <laughs> You're going to be so rizzy this Christmas. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. And keep your riz on. Okay. So tell us about your cutting edge training that you're doing on success and vulnerability? Lori, we just keep pushing it, coming up with a new module on the playbook of a pursuer, playbook of a witcher, really practical moment by moment moves of what a therapist can use. You know, we're so focused on what's happening in session. Enough there's talk about theories and these global things. We, I think most therapists are looking for, what do I do in this moment? Give me a tool, George. So that's what we're trying to do. That's awesome. I am so glad you guys are doing this work. I think it helps us be organized to see you do it. You do demos, you do explanations, teaching. It really is interactive. And I think that so many trainings that we sit through don't give us an opportunity for that. So what you're doing is really important. No, we try to emphasize the teach it, show it, do it model of learning. You need to have some ideas, so we try to teach those. And then we try to show what it looks like implementing those ideas. But most importantly, you now got to practice it. That's how they become yours. And that's what we want our, our listeners and watchers to do is become their own moves. Find George and his teaching at successandvulnerability.com. Call in your questions to the 4Play question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-MY, the number 4, play. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. This podcast is copyrighted by 4Play Media. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.